what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves you got like a mask on or something. You're wearing this. Yeah, this uh, this is the worst mic of all the mics. <laughs> this mic I'm using. I feel like I'm I'm like at a dentist and he's about to take <laughs> a mold of my teeth or something. But that sounds good though, right? When you uh, talk like yeah, that. I sound like a radio personality. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all right. So then you're all set. Yeah. All right. So I got Tyler. As you know from the title, you got Tyler Stankelis here. Stankellis. 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 That's a common mistake. Yeah, you get that all the time, I'm yeah, sure. No, I do. I've gotten worse than that. You need a, a comma or something in in between. You know what? Maybe, that'd be, maybe I'll legally put a comma in my, or a, an apostrophe or something. Or capitalize name. the K, and you're good. Stankellis. <laughs> yeah, they'll make it like foreign, exotic sounding. That's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just not cool when, you know... I don't really mind when people, you know, say stankless. Like, that's common, but I've gotten, like, stinkles. Stinkles? Yeah, what? Like, it's just, that's not even really creative. Yeah, it's like it's like that one substitute teacher in school that doesn't really care about the job, and they're, like, reading the attendance super fast. So it's like, stinkles, tire stinkles. Like, yeah. What? Tire. <laughs> like, <laughs> take letters to, out. Jack. Me. Yeah. Jack stinkles. Yeah. So I met Tyler. Well, I just met him today, but uh, I got an email from him. He knows Ryan from the Movers. I do. Uh, you guys were in the same frat. Indeed, we were. Say the beta. How'd you like the frat? It was. Uh, it was good. I mean, definitely a good experience for me to have. I mean, I've made a lot of friends through the fraternity, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's given me social opportunities that I might not have had in college otherwise. Was it um what you expected when you were joining a frat? Or is it a little different? You know what? Like I didn't really know what to expect when I went into it. Like I I went into it with a bunch of my friends. Like my whole pledge class was like good friends. And uh I just didn't really know or care like what happened. I was just I thought of it as a a valuable experience and a learning experience for everybody involved and I just I honestly had a great time. It was the best time I'm never gonna want to have again. That's what you tell everybody who's <laughs> gonna join a fraternity. So. You think you're done with it? You're done with that life? Well, I mean since Partying. I'm, I'm old now, I'm, I'm an old fart. <laughs> I've since moved on from, from collegiate uh grounds. <laughs> what do you do? I know uh what you do for fun. Yeah, well what do I do? Aside from throwing you know, resumes into what seems like uh, the corporate void for the past, you know, six, eight months. Uh, I work, I've had, you know, three to five jobs that I work. Yeah, oh, you're a uh, Gary V hustler. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh, yeah, I wish one of my jobs could be, you know, tasting and making videos about wine, but uh, I can't do that. Not I, yet. I yeah, well, maybe in the future. Maybe. So maybe I'll be a connoisseur of some kind publicly in the future. Yeah. Who knows? No, you know, I work at, you know, I do various stuff, work at restaurants and, and catering and uh, 
pick up odd jobs just to kind of get by. You know? Yeah. So you're working on so I, your YouTube channel, right? Yes, I am. Damage report. Damage report official, actually. Official. And there's a reason why it's official. I have to. I, I want to say this because I made. I came up with the damage report concept when I was applying for a job that I didn't want. It was a few months after I graduated, and I was just like thinking about what exactly what I wanted to do, you know, because like I'm writing these cover letters and it's like everything. Draining. Yeah, it's like draining. It's like I have to kind of pretend that it's like this is the job that I it's my dream job, and I have to like sell myself to these. These people I don't even know, and half the time, more than half the time, you don't even get a response back. Yeah. Half the time, you don't even get a confirmation that they even got the thing. So it's just like... Uh, they say, if you hear back from us, then you yeah. you know, you know, got a job or something. You'll be contacted shortly. You know, but, you know, yeah. Just never got that. But anyway, I was writing a cover letter, and I was just... I stopped, and I thought, like, what is it that I want to do? Like, how do I want to affect the industry? How do I want to make my mark on music and uh i just got to thinking about why how, music well you know mu- music is just it's uh, i've never really questioned that within myself why <laughs> music you know it's just it's always just been that's just what how it how it is you know for, for me for you for me yeah I, what why is that do you play instruments or anything yeah no yeah i do i i grew up uh my my parents always had music on every room in the house had different you know, music in it, songs in it. My dad would always take me to shows. My dad would take me to Jimmy Buffett concerts when <laughs> I was like a kid, and it was a good time. And yeah. My mom listened to you know her uh, her 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 stuff that she listened to, and uh, I went to my first Buffett concert this year. Oh, how was it? But we just went to interview people for the the tailgate. <laughs> um, dude, dude, the tailgate's like half the show, man. Tailgate's yeah, yeah. Great. We got some crazy footage. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you did, dude. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. Yeah, man. But. Yeah, I never realized how it's like a family. It's like everyone's yeah. just like it loving is. each other. It is. <laughs> it's just something magical about just something magical about things that bring you know people together. You know, uh, yeah, like music. I mean, yeah, like music. And if for a while, I I wore uh, I had like rosary beads that I would <laughs> wear, and people would always yell at me like, "Bro, why are you why are you just wearing rosary beads for you know fashion?" And I was like, "Dude, no, nah, it's not." about what it stands for it's about the ability to 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 bring people together under one idea that's that's a concept that i enjoy you know as a as a as a separate concept on within itself yeah the ability to bring people together so that's how that's why it was just music from the get-go yeah yeah uh you got hip-hop in particular right well let's uh let's just backtrack so i can oh you want to get a nice timeline here (laughs) <laughs> well, I just I want to f- uh, finish where I started off before I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, my fault. I no, it's alright, man. <laughs> I do play an instrument. Yes, uh, I grew up in a very musical household. Uh, I started playing saxophone when I was in fourth grade. Um, I started, you know, dabbling in little singing things when I was in like high school. Fourth grade's young for sax. Yeah, it's like when everyone's using the recorder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Everyone was everyone was on the the kazoo. Yeah, I was, I was whipping out the, the tenor saxophone. My That's awesome. Man. Little hands. <laughs> yeah, but I've been playing sax for a long time. Um, but you know, oddly enough, that wasn't really what drove me towards you know going into music as a career. I was finishing high school, and 
I, I did fine in like all my classes, whatever it might be, you know, you know, English, math, whatever. I, I had like a high average and I never really tried, but the only thing that I would really ever get excited about, apply myself to, you know, get satisfaction from was music, whether it be playing the sax or whether it be just conversing with people about music, about the concepts of music, you know, oh, why do you like this song? Why do you like that song? And it just it just kind of clicked with me, you know, I, the college reps would come through my high school and I would, you know, talk to them and I talked to one rep from Oneonta, which is where I went. Mm. And they were like, yeah, you know, we have a music, music industry program. I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, one of three schools that I went to had, uh, or that was one of three schools that I ended up applying to. I applied to Potsdam, Fredonia and Oneonta. Mm. I went to Oneonta for music industry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just never, I never really questioned myself about it. Really Same for me, man. It was sports and music. That's it. That was like my whole life growing up. Yeah. Hip hop mostly. Yeah. Oh, for real. Oh, why hip hop? You asked me that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So why hip hop? What is it you like? You like the lyrics? You like the sound? Are you a mumble rap supporter? <laughs> Am I a mumble rap supporter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, if I want to say all that, but um, <laughs> it's, I guess it all goes back to when I said I like the idea of people becoming unified over something. Mm-hmm. I made a, a quick little video that I never posted, you know, about why I want to go into music. And I, I talked about how when I was younger, when I moved from my town, uh, I grew up in, in uh, Islip until I was in you know, just halfway through fourth grade, and then we moved. So essentially, like, all of my childhood roots that I laid down were, like, I was ripped out of them. Like, I was ripped away and, like, put in this other school, and suddenly I'm like, oh, my God, I remember these people. Yeah. And it was, like, a weird, and it was, like, the weirdest vibe in this town. And I moved to a town called Center Ridge. It's a very small town in uh, southern, you know, south uh, Long Island. Yeah, yeah, I've knocked out there. <laughs> I, I used to knock doors. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah. So w- when when I went there, it was like a weird vibe. Everyone there was these, there were these groups of kids that that, and, and you don't see this really as much anymore. Uh, there were these groups of kids that were, I guess maybe they were shallow or whatever it was, but they were like, you know, you can't you can't hang out with us unless you listen to, you know, <laughs> the Doors and Led Zeppelin and you know all this and that. And, and I was like, what? What place is this? Why does it matter? Yeah. I don't know why it mattered, but it it intrigued me, you know. And all I could do was like rack my head with this, like why? Why does this matter? And that was the first instance of of me seeing how music could bring people together, you know. Even if it was a you know bring people together to say screw that kid, he doesn't listen to the Doors. Mm-hmm. It was still an instance of that, and I became more conscious of of these you know groups or sects of of people that would become united over a, a kind of music and and i saw that hip-hop was one of these you know sects mm-hmm. it was a, and it was bigger than a lot of them so i became interested listened to the lyrics you know this or that and a lot of different ethnicities around me in the town and i guess I, it just kind of stuck with me in a, in a weird way that i can't fully weird vibe yeah but it, it didn't feel weird to me. Like it, it just feels weird to kind of like describe like mm. how it affected me. I don't know. Like, it, 
but because of the fact that I was curious about how people were united over these things, like I would see that more and more people were being influenced by hip hop. You know, more and more people were uniting over hip hop. More and more people were had you know the same hip hop songs on their phones or on their iPods or you know you were playing sports and you played on the warm up playlist yeah. before a game and so everyone gets pumped up over the same hip hop songs and I was like why is that yeah. and I you know what I don't think that question has ever left my mind why it's mind control dude it's like just gets you <laughs> it, it, music's yeah. mind control I think Hell yeah for sure well maybe Kanye stuff is I don't know nah, this, you heard that new one or the <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> And it's catchy. It's mad catchy. It's, it's like, but it's the worst lyrics of any song that I've I can think of. But think about this: is he, is he just not, not trying, or is yeah. he trying to prove a point? I think he's selling out. Oh, maybe he's trying to prove a point. Yeah. If he's trying to prove a point, I I love it. He handpicked Lil Pump for that track. You know, Kanye could have gotten anybody. He could have gotten J Lo on that track with him. Yeah, you think he was just, and then he's like, "We'll also make the stupidest video." And it's like, this is a two-minute song. There's yeah. one verse. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, just make it about nothing. I don't even know. I I would, I would because say Because he's been he's, so, like, woke lately, like, on TMZ and shit. Like, he's out of the sunken place, yeah. as he says. Yeah. So if he sells out right away like that, then it's fucked. But if he's doing this and he's going to come out and like have like a documentary about like watch how I can get everyone to love this song even though I'm not going to put any work into it. I don't think Kanye's I don't think Kanye's selling out. I think he's I think Kanye's Someone once said that Kanye Kanye is an asshole because he's a genius and he knows he is. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's an asshole. I don't know if he's like a genius genius but he's definitely he's definitely like doing some extra stuff you know like he's one of the greats you know it's like you got dr dre you got jay-z you got kanye it's like kanye is kanye's at the point now where he's he's literally just co-producing these albums he's literally putting out album after album after album and he's just using other artists it's like a lego block it's like you got kanye is this lego block and he could attach anybody he wants to his name and it would make it twice as strong twice as thick twice as big yeah no. Yeah, yeah. I think him selling out is kind of what's going on here because he was on Family Feud like two days ago or some shit. Was he on Family Was that the Kardashian West Family Feud thing? Yeah. yeah. They faced each other on Family Feud. <laughs> and it w- if you saw this, dude, I don't know. It looked so fake to me. Yeah. Maybe because I hit the pen a little bit, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, I was I- looking at their faces and they looked like rubber. <laughs> they didn't look real like real people they look like aliens and like they would smile just like dude you know it's, like it's i don't know funny you say that Yo, i can't what? Be, i can't be hitting like the pen and like if what especially commercials dude <laughs> hit the pen and watch commercial you're like what is yeah this, dude? what are they doing it who's directing this like what is it dude yo do this later hit the pen and watch national treasure the first one and try to keep track of how Nicolas Cage comes to these conclusions. Yeah. And try not to... I've seen the movie National Treasure many times. You've got to watch it with this in mind, yeah. dude. I'm telling you. Like, try to try to fully... So understand. I'm asking myself what question? Like, no. How does Nicolas Cage reach these conclusions? He'll, 
it's like, <laughs> like how he gets to conne- the connections. Yeah. 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 Like how does he, how does he know? How does he draw this conclusion from, I can't remember a specific <laughs> scene, but you know, he's, he's looking at like a dime or something and he's like, we need the glasses. <laughs> like we need those glasses. Yeah. Like he'll know and, that they need, yeah, Justin Sabella, what's going on, yo. Um. Yeah. Like the, he'll come to these conclusions. Like you know, remember those glasses that yeah. like could see read the back of the Declaration of Independence, like that yeah. stuff, and with lemon juice or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that wasn't even like the craziest thing. Though. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember watching this, not not even keeping it in mind, just like hitting hitting the pen and watching it, and just like <laughs> dying, dude. I'm like, how is he? How is he reaching these conclusions, dude? Like, what's making him like know the answer to these? Ob- the most obtuse thoughts like coming out of left field <laughs> that are somehow relevant in in these weird the script down. writers man yeah, they're out of left field nicholas cage is out of left field altogether. <laughs> he honest. just got in trouble right did he yeah i think he did something too what nicholas cage do did he like hook up with a little girl <laughs> what No, he's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> he's waiting. <laughs> Nicolas Cage got caught with something. Yeah, I gotta look that one up. Man, Nicolas Cage. All right, while well, I find Nicolas Cage, let's keep going with that timeline. Okay. Um, so Nicolas Cage. Where did I leave off? Um. I guess I'll. I'll it was hip hop. It was like why hip hop, and then All it right. just was no. Uh, All right. So you so moved out east. Yeah. They didn't. Let, they didn't want you to not like the Doors. <laughs> yeah, that was high school. That was like. It's really like self-aware though. Like you kind of, you weren't like offended or anything. You were just like observing yeah. the fact that like this is weird. You know what? It. I'm gonna go psychological for a second because yeah. it might be the fact that I was socially shunned because of it, and I felt like I had no one around me. That it maybe affected my mental to the point where I felt like I had to know every corner of why that is so i could navigate any situation that they might throw at me yeah it's, you stepped out I ste- of yourself I, just, dude, I stepped so far out of the box and <laughs> myself dude like yeah you're one of the uh, yourself uh that's and, good though dude it's self-aware actually though here's a good way to that's where i felt like i really connected with mac miller's music in that sense the, the whole me yeah i get that from that from the i watched like the first seven minutes of the video yeah and then i was like oh shit this is 19 minutes <laughs> yeah then, no it's long but yes yeah. i apologize to no any. it's not dude i watch stuff that's long too it's yeah. just i gotta keep going with it yeah, but i was like going through it the reason why that kind of stuff is hard and why i was curious about you know podcasting mm-hmm. is because with a 19 minute video like that where it's just my voice you know, aside from, you know, little Mac music samples, mm-hmm. it's just like hard to keep people's attention for 19 minutes, which is why I felt like I had to throw in the fancy editing and why it took so long. Because, you know, it's a video. It's not an audio. It's a video. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't just put Mac's face on the screen for 19 minutes. I probably have four views. On There's a Mac. lot of good Mac footage, though. Yeah. And like, even, um, yeah. I scrounged, dude. I went. I, I yeah. probably got like, like every Mac interview video, something that he's ever made that was relevant to what I was saying within the video. Yeah, that I could have. You know, the first video too, you have a lot of foot, like the Nicki Minaj footage and 
You remember the Nicki Minaj? I searched it, for a good scene to clip that Nicki Minaj. Yeah, one. you got a good Nicki Minaj one. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, was good. that one wasn't as hard because it was shorter. Yeah. So. Okay. This next one. This next one is taking me a little bit of time. It's gonna be in between. I've, I I kind of had to to think about how I could make concise points with what I wanted to say keep to the message which is you know the why of music mm-hmm. and i wanted to kind of come up with a, a focused series so that i could shorten the videos and make them more watchable for an audience so kind of go into the more why of music like go into why you created damage report like where it came from and what it's all about all right so damage report uh, damage report official on youtube on YouTube. Oh, and Nicolas Cage is not a rapist. That was <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is good. That's good to know that, man. Yeah. Shout out Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. Good job, man. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, keep, keep drawing obtuse conclusions from nothing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Damage Report Official. Um, examining the why of music is the basis of, of the channel. And, like I said, what inspired me to write it was I was writing a cover letter and I was thinking about how certain artists come up and they literally create quakes in the industry. You talk about The weekend releasing Starboy. You talk about Kanye. Whatever Kanye does is all over the news, all over everything. You know, you got people yeah. making quakes, and I, I equated that to in my head, oh, what's like the Richter scale? Like what kind of impact is this artist making when he does this or this or this? And I, you know, I thought, you know, I can't name it like the Richter report or I can't <laughs> name it, you know, the Richter scale or... I just came up with Damage Report, made the channel. Uh, when I went to put out my first video, another channel came up titled Damage Report, the same title. I didn't think I saw I that. do that. It's like some political channel. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, great. Another one of these. Like, mm-hmm. Who needs another? Like, who's watching this? The Republicans. <laughs> the Republicans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but so I had to change it to Damage Report Official. And the... I guess the basis of everything is examining the why of music, examining the impacts that these artists can make. And it's still kind of in its infancy, I suppose, because I'm only three videos in. And, you know, I started this, you know, uh, July. So mm. it hasn't been a long time. I guess I'm still trying to narrow uh, the exact, you know, I don't want to make the channel too narrow because I want to be able to make videos about what I want when the time comes. But. I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna start a series, which is the next video is gonna be the start of it, um, called uh, "Analyzing Artist Strategy." So essentially, talking what about you think their strategy was, what I think their strategy was, what I think their strategy could be, or you know, it could be you know, in the hindsight of an artist who made a one hit and failed, mm-hmm. or you know, someone like Fetty Wap. <laughs> talking about Fetty Wap, dude, you want to know the key to success? Fetty Wap, change the key of your voice. He sings in the same key in every song. I don't know if you, I don't know if you listen extensively. I, can to you? Wap, well, can what's the famous Fetty Wap song? Oh, maybe that's one, one of them. And then, you, know, you got Trap Queen. That's one things I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, like if I were to make a video about why, but Fetty that's Wap big because of Drake. Is it big Drake? All I gotta do is put my mind to All this right. shit. Yeah, okay, but he he had Trap Queen. Too. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, the trap queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, his his voice never changed. You know, there's it's one thing to develop a sound as an artist, but it's a, it's something completely different to to be versatile in in the same thing. You know, if you find something that sticks, 
I mean, I, I want to say that you can't beat it to death, but that's kind of what a lot of people do. Um, What's getting beat to death right now? Mumble rapping, like, not mumble rapping, but just, like, no real thought for the lyrics. And it's they admit, too, like, that we don't put much thought into these lyrics. What's getting beat to death right now? Horns, 808s. I don't know if I can, if I can, uh, I mean, okay, so yeah, mumble rap, the whole throwing triplets into everything, every word is a triplet, I guess that's going to yeah. beat to death. Um, the whole uh, Migos sound, like I said, the triplets with the auto-tune, mm-hmm. it's done. Uh, anybody trying to be the next future, not going to have, it's like trying to be the next Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. You have someone like Future who took that niche and all these other artists came out and, and took a lot of of you know similarities to, you know, whether it be just auto-tune or doing this or that. You can only use something like that so much in in a pop spotlight. Like there's only gonna be so many hits that can come out sounding like that yeah. before the store is sold out. People are sick of it, yeah. Yeah, before no one wants to hear it anymore. Migos beat the game to death last year. Like they killed Shout out to Migos, like they killed the game. Mm-hmm. They, they really did. Everything I did was popping off. Everything I did was going billboard, billboard, billboard. They just toured with Drake. Yeah, like they're killing it. They're yeah. killing the game. Uh, but I don't think anyone else can come out and do exactly what they did again. I guess that that might be the only thing that's getting. Yeah, I don't see them like right long term. Like Migos is going to be here forever. Like, like J Cole. Like he'll, I think he'll always be around. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Migos definitely will stay around just because that's their sound. I think it was Childish Gambino who said that the Migos are the Beatles of modern hip hop, and that kind of st- that kind of stuck with me because I mean, I mean, there's the fact that they're more than one person. <laughs> that's, well, yeah. that's very similar. <laughs> what else uh, yeah. is there? What like because they have a following, I guess. No, it's just you know the, the way that the Beatles kind of changed the game, so to speak, with their musical stylings. And I think the Beatles changed all of music. Migos changed hip-hop. Well, with with the digitalization of music, it's almost like hip-hop right now is, is the world of music. Although it might be brief, you know, everything that's on the, t- on the top 10 of the Billboard charts right now is hip-hop. Yeah. I think it's like this week, everything is hip-hop. Yeah, but there's also pop, and then country. There's hardcore country people who never listen to rap that I know. Like they hate rap music. Yeah. So like I don't know. I think like the Beatles were more impactful than Migos. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not. You're not gonna back it up. Yeah, this is your friend. I'm not gonna say say that that uh, you know anyone's better than anybody, but you know they're both musical entities, and I I believe that the level of respect that they've earned (laughs) is is appropriate yeah yeah what they've done okay so where were we where had we get on that one Uh, we um i was i was talking about my timeline yeah and it it got it got sidetracked somehow i forgot how exactly it did you were talking about uh we got off on migos hip-hop um oh yeah you stepped out Realized uh, that's going too far back now. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I <laughs> so, oh no, you were explaining the channel. 
like why damage report official and how damage report <laughs> random came up the real regular damage report yeah stole so, your name yeah i don't know how they i don't know how that happened i was under you know i was assuming that if you make a youtube name no one can make the same exact name but i guess that's possible to do you just add a word no, or it was literally the same exact channel like i was the damage report so whoever there, gets like bigger report. i don't know how it works keeps it <laughs> i i really don't know but i had to change my channel uh but all right it's fine you know maybe in the future i'll end up changing it again at some point but right now i'm not really i'm not too worried about it uh i, I kind of put a little work into branding it already so uh, even though it's you know, it's just it's just the logo but what's your reasoning for starting the channel like why did you want to start it? Because I, all right. Well, this this is a good question. Why did I start the channel? Because yeah. I was tired of of feeling like I wasn't like I had nothing that was that was valuable to to the world. You know, you I you you wanted your opinion to like, be heard. I I mean, I guess I guess yes. I wanted my opinion to be heard, but I wanted to put my thoughts on wax. I wanted to be able to get my these things that were going through my head that I knew were valuable out there. And you know what? I started the channel not for subscribers, not to become famous, literally just for those reasons, to find a creative outlet for myself. That's the big thing. To be able to express myself in yeah. these ways and to, to, to create a product in the end that I'm proud of and that I know I can save and cherish and be like, yes, those are my thoughts. It's there forever. It's, it's awesome. There. It's there forever. Man. YouTube changed the game. That's it's TV now. YouTube changed the game for real. YouTube's yeah. TV. It, it is TV. No one watches TV anymore. <laughs> my, my dad still listens to AM radio. <laughs> Sports though, right? Just pretty no. much. Really? No, he listens to like uh, like 880 News, like the NPR and stuff. Whoa. And stuff. Yeah. All right. He's old school. And, uh, he's, he's old school. <laughs> he's pretty freaking old school. Is the channel going to just stick to hip hop or are you going to go everywhere? So... No, the, I'm not planning on just sticking to hip hop. I'm planning on shifting my focus more to uh, pop. But right now, with the the analyzing uh, series that I'm starting, uh, analyzing artist strategy series that I'm starting, I'm going to be going a little more underground. Um, there might be an episode where I talk about a bigger artist, you know, such as Fetty Wap, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an episode that I want to do about uh, Little Skies. Who is is hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and the video I'm making now that will be out uh, within within a week in the beginning of next week uh, is about an artist named Young Pinch. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Young Pinch. I haven't heard of Little Skies or Young Pinch. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe the videos would be informational to you. Um, what am I going to talk about? So, I guess I guess for a, a gist of of the young pinch video i don't want to give too much of it away but it's just kind of analyzing where he can go what he has cultivated in a way uh with his sound and uh you know potential for growth for him you know yeah i I think and i just i want to say that i hopefully hopefully and like this isn't this isn't necessary for me but to be able to get recognition from what i'm doing would be huge for me 
Yeah. To be able to have somebody. What's like re- what would recognition be on your scale? Recognition. Like, what would you want? Uh, I mean, obviously, it would have to be down the line after I've put out a lot of 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 these strategy videos. But somebody, you know, I, I guess me me being able to put it on my resume as a viable, applicable skill, you know, and have somebody at like an artist management agency or a record executive see this and be like, this kid knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? Or it could even like be... A prof- like you're known as like, um, kind of like a, a source for like information. I don't want to become a news channel. Yeah. I do not want to become... I'm not, I'm not sitting on the internet waiting for, you know, Hot New Hip Hop or World Star to post a story for me to rip it and make it my yeah. own, you know, reacting to... You know, Nicki Minaj thong <laughs> falling out at show. Like, no, I don't. I do not. I have. I had this guy on. His name's Martin Connor, and he he he's kind of like you. You guys are really similar, actually. Yeah. But he di- more dissects lyrics of every song, and like breaks down what he thinks was going on with the music. And he's written a bunch of articles for like Complex. Oh, really? And uh, Genius dot Genius dot com, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so maybe you guys should talk. I think yeah. that would be cool. Oh yeah, I'd be interested in uh, speaking. But he's a he's like a he calls himself like the a doctor of hip hop or something like that. Lyrics like that's sick, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's an awesome guy. He's just he talks real quick. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's better for him to type it all down. <laughs> yeah, even his, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I've been in that situation too. Like that's another reason why I wanted to make the videos is because sometimes I have these thoughts about whether it be an artist or a song or even sometimes a lyric and it's fleeting, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have it and I'll be like, Oh my God. Yes. Like this. Oh my God. Yo, like Nicholas Cage. I just figured it out. I figured it out. And then it's gone. You know, like it is the pen usually involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pen's a culprit here. The pen, the pen really is. Shit's drugs. Shit's drugs. No, but yeah, I, you know, I get satisfaction from knowing that I've, I have it down, like I said, on wax. You know, yeah. It's like it's there. The thoughts are there. It's solid. Um, I'm never able to write. I don't know if this guy can type like super fast how his mind is going, but I'm, no. I can't type. They say like people that. like whose minds are going real quick like that have horrible handwriting because yeah. they're trying to get it all out as quickly as they can yeah. before they lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done that actually. Like yeah. I'll have an idea. I'll be making a video, and I'll have an idea for like a separate concept or an offshoot. I have a pile of small sticky notes mm-hmm. next to my mic, and they're just like all over the wall. Yeah, like little thoughts like, "Oh, I could do this or this or this or this or this," and I just like I'll scribble it down. Sometimes I'll see it later. I'm like, they what fall did off. I, what did I write? Like, what did that say? It's like a worm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> something like that. You know? So back to where you uh, what were you talking about before? We keep go- we're fleeting because we both are, we both have that kind of like fleeting thing where it's like, are you in le- are you an air sign zodiac? What are you? Oh, zodiac signs, man. Yeah, what are you? I'm a Capricorn. All right, so let's see. My I'm wrong there. So you do you follow that? I'm assuming you I kind of do. I kind of do. Anyone who asks that question has to follow that. Stuff. Yeah, I guess I do. <coughs> I don't like. I don't think of it as like. I believe everything I read about it or anything, but it's like I find the coincidences and I'm like, all right, I mean, I'll go with this right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not absolute truth for me. I come up to the bar. Hey, what's your sign? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, <laughs> but not like that. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it it usually ends up happening. Yeah. <laughs> so with uh, the goal of this page, the goal of this YouTube channel, what is your message you want to get out there? Right now, I guess, I guess that there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes of an artist that people don't know about, and sometimes, I don't know, sometimes people mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, so these artists aren't untouchable. These artists are real people, and... Uh, another reason why I don't want to go out there and do nude is because I don't want to be out there airing these people's dirty laundry. Mm. You know, when I, I remember when I first showed my mother the, the Mac Miller video, she was like, she was like worried. She was like, is this guy going to like sue you for this? And I was like, no. <laughs> if you watch <laughs> what else is on YouTube, it's real tame. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, and she doesn't, it's the generation gap thing. Like, yeah. like my dad listens to AM radio. He sees mm-hmm. me watching YouTube. You're on your phone all day. Why don't you go out and Throw the ball around. <laughs> People don't play stickball anymore. You know, like, it doesn't happen. Throw the ball around. You go on the street, throw a ball around. People, you'll end up on Instagram on a stupid idiot page or something because there's <laughs> someone in their house on their phone <laughs> recording you doing that by yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's just how things are now. Things have changed. But yeah, I mean, yeah, she was worried. She was like, oh, yeah. but I don't want to be out there. I don't want to have to feel that way. I don't want to feel like I'm. I'm if I'm if I'm going to be in any way uh, putting an artist down or saying something negative about an artist, it's going to be in a professional way. It's going to be from an out like an outside looking in, analyzing both perspectives. Yeah, you're not going Fox News on everyone. No, no, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, try- I'm trying not to make this biased. Yeah, I'm not, which I I guess is kind of tough because this is my perspective on things. Yeah, but I think. One of the most gratifying, like satisfying things that has come from me, even making just the few videos that I have, is that I've I've gotten confirmation that what I've said is is true. You know, like with Mac, I remember the reason why that video was so long was because I remember wanting to write a book about Mac. I wanted to literally write a book about his strategy, his path, what he's done for people, what he can do in the future. What he did for you. He did for me. You know, he must yeah. have did something if you if you're this um, passionate about him, right? Yeah, I I guess I guess I felt in so many ways that Mac just like related to me so hard, and it was and I explained this all in my video, like the reasoning behind why this may be the case, because you know Mac kind of came into the pop spotlight with his kids mixtape. Yes, he had his Mac and Easy tape before that, but he wasn't on the level that he achieved with the kids mixtape. Yeah. Um, and it was just such a relatable time. It was like the timing. Everyone who was young, who was related to his music, literally to the word, what he said, could visualize what he was doing, be like, oh, yeah, you know, senior skip day, yo, I'm staying home from school, I'm make some waffles, I'm hit the pen, eat some yogurt. Yeah. But, and that's on like a simple level. Like, yeah, but, yeah. You know, it was, there's a psychological aspect to uh, somebody's, you know, somebody like Mac to his music that I think is, is why uh, he's said to be an artist's artist. There's, there's a, and and this became more apparent after Blue Slide Park um, when he delved more into his own mind and 
kind of tackled his own demons or uncovered his own demons and, and fought them on his music that was like it just it made you really think you know it, his music he went from being somebody who was so relatable to somebody who was going through something you know and, and it made you feel like you had a friend who you knew was in a tough spot and you wanted to help him mm-hmm because you you see how the lyrics changed from yeah, how they yeah. started. Yeah, you know, and, and I think in one of Max's interviews that I, was, that I was reading, he said that he he didn't like when people came up to him and asked him like if he's okay. And because that makes you feel like you're all right, you're not alright. Yeah, I, I guess maybe he didn't understand that people were following with him, and although he might not have been. He might not have wanted to discuss his the inner workings of his mind with someone at the grocery store. We didn't know. He did. Like he put it out there. He did it through his music. Yeah, you know, and, and that's why I think he 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 made such a huge impact. And it really is like a, a crying shame. Like I wasn't the same for like. Like it's still, I still think about it, and I'm like, wow, dude, I, I can't believe he's not around anymore. Yes. Yeah. Profoundly affected. It's weird his last music video too. He's in a coffin. Yeah, the self care one. Yeah, he's breaking out of it. Yeah, it was like that with uh, X too. His he died and his the music video came out a few days after his death was him at his own funeral. Whoa! Fighting himself. That's weird too, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, that that was huge, dude. <laughs> that was very huge. Yeah. It's weird how that stuff happens because he said he didn't want to make the Twenty Seven Club, and he then he didn't. He didn't make. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, Twenty Six Club is, I guess, better. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't expecting to go that way. He wanted the other way. You know, I've actually been. I know I said I wasn't into hip hop news, but uh, and I'm not gonna like make a video about this, but I've been like combing the internet for the Tox report to come back. Like, I it's still not out. It's not out. Because the people are saying it's like a cover up and like conspiracy shit. I saw this video that had the same title as mine, What Happened to Mac Miller. Mm. And it was just like, they were just trying to say some stuff. Like Mac was in the Illuminati and his usefulness ran out to them. So they had <laughs> Ariana Grande like kill him. How could she have gotten him I, killed? I don't Why wouldn't know. they just do it? It was so, it was totally bogus. Dude. And you know what the messed up thing was? Like the video had like 500K. Whoa. Yeah. That's it's ridiculous. Like, dude, how come, yo, I, I wish 500K would watch mine. Like, 500K watch mine, and 500K watch this, and tell me which one has more value to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you put so much work into that, man. Like, I gotta tell you. Thank you. It was ridiculous. It was, like, the editing, and just, you could tell the amount of research you had to do to make that video. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it actually just came from stuff that I had written down over the years that I wanted to make this book about him like yeah. I, I, i'm not even kidding i wanted to and i wanted biography to, when i was a kid when i this was like this was probably just when like watching movies came out mm-hmm. or when macadelic came out immediately like i saw the difference between blue slide and macadelic and i i drew all these conclusions and i wrote them all down <clears throat> and i remember having these daydreams of me like writing this down and like putting it in an envelope and somehow like getting it to him, like getting it to, to Max management or something. And then like, 
have been like reach why, out and give it to him. Why not make like the biography? Like you, you know more about Mac Miller than anyone I ever known. Why not? Maybe. What can? What's? Why not? Maybe one day I, I will. Maybe I'll take everything and just. If you wanted to do it in the first place, and then you took all these notes and stuff, like yeah, I did. And what's the next step? That's why I was driven. Like I was driven to making this. That's why I put this twenty-minute video, like hours and hours and hours of editing into this video, because I was like driven to do this. Yeah, I was like, this, I have to. Yeah, I just felt like my first video on the channel wasn't gonna be about Mac. It wasn't gonna be about Mac Miller. I don't even know what it was gonna be about anymore. I think it was going to be about like nostalgia and modern music and how it's like a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. But I ended up just, I woke up one day and I was like, that's a good topic. Too. I have to do Mac. And I just did it. Like I literally did it. I spent, I was like in my room, just like cutting and editing and finding and ripping stuff off the internet and making these videos and cutting it and making it look smooth and trying to do these extra <laughs> scenes with the the TV and the and the, the remote control, the remote control and the sidekick and the oh god, I did one with like a poster board at a science fair, yeah, and it came out like so bad, dude. <laughs> but I tried so hard. I was like pulling my hair out. What did you do? What did it look like? It's uh, messed up. So, like I said earlier, when you have a video as long as that, I had to kind of make the video colorful and you know something watchable because mm-hmm. people are going to get bored yeah so uh i felt like i had to do some of these so i'd have you know pick you know clips of whatever mac interviews or shows or whatever cut together and i put a few examples of his music in to you know prove a point about how it changed or whatever but sometimes it would become stale mm-hmm. you can't go 20 minutes with just repeating the same formula with cutting a video cutting an interview cutting a video cutting an interview cutting a video all with the same you know screen in between like it doesn't work like that yeah so uh what i had to do just to kind of break up the monotony of the of the formula that i was using in the video i would take still shots and i would take whatever it might be an interview or a show or a vine or something and like put it on something like so so in one scene i took a picture of a guy like sitting on a couch mm-hmm. watching a TV, but on the TV was my video. That's true. Just to kind of break it up, just yeah. to make it be like, oh, wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, no, quick cuts. Quick no cuts. one has attention span. I- exactly, dude. And, you gotta and keep I it. hate that. Dude. Yeah. That's, that's why you know the appeal of podcasting is like, if someone tunes into a podcast, they know what they're getting. Mm-hmm. They're not expecting flashing shiny. ADD lights to keep them entertained in their yeah, eyes. The expectation is already managed. Yeah, like you, you you know you're just all right, this is three hours. They're not uh this isn't gonna be quick. Yeah. Just listening to smooth voices. Yeah. Three hours. Smooth it's something voices. you throw on like while you're working. If you have a job where you could listen to yeah. headphones, yeah. It's perfect. I would do it. I did it all day when I worked at Wall Bombs. Stocking shelves. Oh really? I would just have it in my ear. But not podcast. Just Howard Stern. <laughs> I would listen to Howard Stern. Right? That's how choice. this is. That's why we're here. Uh, really? Yeah. My whole life, I was listening to Howard Stern. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's the king. The king, you know. Started radio. <laughs> I would listen to when I was working at. Uh, Talk radio. When I was working at a publishing company in the city. Mm. And I was just doing, you know, menial tasks, you know, administrative stuff. Sometimes I'd be, you know, plugging in. Just be plugging stuff in or, you know, whatever duties it might be. I would always put on the Breakfast Club. 
I don't know if you know the Breakfast Club. She's like Charlemagne the God. Yeah. You know, and uh, what's her name? Angela. Angela Yee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, they do the... Uh, he, dude, I'm all caught up with the MGK, Eminem, and <laughs> yeah, I know everything going on. That's the current on. thing right now. You got to get that one, maybe. Get your I, input on that. I didn't want to do that. But there is something to be said. Actually, I think Machine Gun Kelly is on a, is, is, is down. Oh yeah, I think he's he uh he sucked it for as much as he could, but he's not writing a he said he was not right coming back at it. And that's pretty much going to be it then. Oh, this is his last work that he just put out? No, like he's not coming back at Killshot. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, with the with the diss, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said on Breakfast Club. Yeah. So, no, I w- I was just talking about his career in, in general. Oh yeah, I mean, I haven't heard from him in a while. Like I'm a I'm not like a casual hip-hop listener i'm a little above casual but uh mgk hasn't been on my radar so he hasn't been on a lot of of people in hip-hop's radar actually and i think the reason for that is so let's get into analyzing artist strategies you want to do some of this with me right now let's do it all right so mgk when he kind of came into the game uh so this was when i was in high school i remember him being very much like punk he was like a punk rapper before being a punk rapper was cool, mm-hmm. which is like the now, like yeah. punk hip hop, punk. He's rap always looked like, been that guy with the tattoos. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always. not even. It's not even just the look though. He did songs with. He would be at Vans Warped Tour, you know, with all of the alternative bands or punk bands. He would be there, mm-hmm. and he even did a song with uh, Sleeping with Sirens, uh, Kellen Quinn. He did a song with him, who is like I don't know if you know who I that is, know. but uh, I wouldn't have known it. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend at the time was like obsessed with these bands, you know, like Pierce the Veil and Sleeping with Sirens and My Chemical Romance and yeah. you know, you know she, that whole thing. You know, <laughs> she lived in Hot Topic, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff. But she, MGK uh, was with the, doing a song yeah, with them, and he did a song with them, and I was like, wow, that's like so. And I remember thinking that that was like the most interesting thing, and I don't know if he did any more of that work, but if he did, and he kind of moved himself into the punk rock market completely separating himself from the hip-hop market going into the punk market as a hip-hop artist i think that that could that could have probably been a better path for him because that would have been so out of the box musically mm-hmm. that people would have to be like what's this guy doing yeah you know and instead of coming in when like eminem was still pretty big when he first started mgk yeah he was a, he was ahead of his time is, yeah. is what i, I think I'm, I'm getting at i'm not I don't think he did anything terribly bad. Like he's not a bad rapper. No, he's not. Like he killed. Rap Devil was awesome. He killed Eminem with those things. Like that was that was a bloodbath. Those things. Mm-hmm. For real. I'm not. I'm not knocking his skills in any way. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he's a pretty cool guy. People <laughs> used to people used to tell me to dress up like him for Halloween. I was gonna say you kind of look like MGK. Yeah. You could pull uh, it off uh, if you had to. Yeah, I'm just not seven feet tall. Like <laughs> he is. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm six seven. You would. What's the line? Oh, yeah. The line or whatever he, what he says. He says you're five foot six or something. <laughs> five foot seven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's right. But then Eminem, I mean, I liked Killshot. I thought Killshot was awesome. No, he, was, he was great. He was good. It was a great, the best battle in a while. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty much over. MGK is probably done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and again, I'm just talking about his, his presence within the pop spotlight here. I think so. Something that, you know, viewers or listeners should know about the channel is everything I say 
um, when I'm talking about analyzing artist strategy is going to be relative to the pop spotlight. And when I say the pop spotlight, I mean commercial. I guess commercial, yeah, like being in the public eye, being you know the kind of of artist where you release something and it's on the Billboard charts because people want to hear it. Yeah, you know, you get someone like Juice World, like. If he drops an album, like it's probably going to be on the Billboard charts because of how you know there's hype around his name. Yeah, he's in the spotlight right now. He's going around. He's on all the interviews, or at least he was like before this whole beef thing with Eminem and MGK happened. He was making his rounds on all the shows, doing all the interviews. Yeah, um, and then you look at some someone else like Chance the Rapper. You know, he puts out an album that's going to be on the Billboard. Drake, yeah, yeah he's and he, Chance is putting out like I said before, going back to the the lego block thing he's putting out an album in conjunction with kanye kanye's producing it so it's kanye's name with chance so it's like stacking the hype mm-hmm. so it's just going to make it so huge anyway everything i'm going to be looking at and and when i say i guess like the best possible spot would be within the pop spotlight you know within this this realm of you're dropping something and it's so hot that it's going to make money mm-hmm. making it as, as I hate to say as commercial as possible. Like I hate that term commercial. That's um, what it is though. I, I mean, I guess, I guess it is. Commercial. It's just the word you're applying to it, you know, yeah. pretend it means something else. <laughs> yeah. <right>. yeah. So, <laughs> um, it means whatever definition you have in your head. Yeah, right I'll just now. be Nicholas Cage. I'll just assign <laughs> some random yeah. definition to this word and figure it out. Yeah, connected to the Illuminati <laughs> and the forefathers. Yo, so what were you saying, though? You want to do this with me right now? Like what? All right, so yeah, analyzing artist strategy. So do you? what do you think MGK could do differently right now that could make it so that he is in the pop spotlight? And honestly, he kind of did with this whole beef thing with Eminem. Like, he, he did it with that. Like, he couldn't have been more on the radar. I think the best thing that any of these artists can do is just to write real music about real things they're going through and real things that have happened and that's the only like just do you just only think about making good music that you enjoy in life and that's it yeah like everything else is just side shit like if he's making music he likes someone else is gonna like it like organic yeah same thing with you, too. Like, if you like your videos you're putting out, just keep putting out videos you like, and someone else is going to like them. Same thing anyone does, you know? It's the plan, man. Just like what you're putting out. Yeah, it's got to be real organic. Yeah. What do you think... Uh, so, we'll talk about influencing. Who you, you think Mac Miller had a huge influence on hip-hop in general? In a or way, the youth. In a way, I would say that he had an influence on hip hop by kind of jumping, perhaps unknowingly, into this trend of fusing modern hip hop with other genres of music to make it fresh. Mm-hmm. Mac did it with pop, or not pop, uh, funk. Yeah. He would make a lot of funky music. Yeah, he did. He did Tiny Office. Uh, yeah. That thing was sick. Yeah. so you know, sick. He's got Thundercat on there with the bass. And that, you know, even though it wasn't commercial, that is 
just you know he was jumping into a pool that was unexplored Mm -hmm. just like mgk did when he jumped in with the punk artists before that was a thing yeah mac was kind of doing this with a funkiness and his fans loved it his loyal fans loved it he made some bops he did like dang with anderson oh dang is my one of my favorite songs funky song yeah it's so good it's bringing it back because it's fusing you know the modern hip-hop which is within the spotlight the pop spotlight with another genre of music it's like it's like but that's what that's what you everyone's like trying to do now like you're trying to innovate make new stuff like uh that song forbes g easy and uh borgore mixing like hardcore edm with rap g easy actually came up like that yeah i don't know if you know that g easy no. was on. i remember hearing g easy before he was even like a speck in 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 like media news i knew him like as a small time like a hoodie allen like kind of guy yeah like that's how i thought of him and then he just blew up huge but i, I was, was following him for a little while i think i first heard him when he I remember hearing him, and he was, like you said, Hoodie Allen, but I don't know if it was the original tracks or if they were remixes, but he was on a lot of electronic stuff. Yeah. It was like electronic music, and g Easy was in there. Yeah. Like, spitting verse on, like, some EDM beat, you know, some dub or, like, mm-hmm. something crazy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him that he that he made it. You know, it's kind of crazy how you think about it. And the same thing with Black Bear. I don't know if you know Black Bear. I love Black Bear, dude. Yeah, I actually like that. think he's mad good, he but he's just mad man. catchy shit. Yeah. All his shit. I miss the oh you like fucking <laughs> sick, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got a song with he's, Young Pinch, but he's dude. someone who speaks like he's going through he's always going through something. Like that guy is going through some crazy shit. He reminds me of Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> just the way he looks. Yeah. And like his sorrow, <laughs> like he yeah. has so much like sadness. Like yeah. it's we're laughing talking about it, but this dude's like no, sad it's not, it's about. Joke, he's yeah. about something. Yeah. All girls really get to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but Blackberry. But yeah, that's he, why he's good because he talks about it. He talks about it, and he he did stuff on very unconventional. But he did a lot of, of electronic stuff too. Like mm-hmm. half of his songs were electronic-esque or different kind of i don't even know if you'd call him an r&b guy like he's nah it's like something else he's more hip-hop than r&b i think yeah because he kind of close he rhymes like a hip-hop artist yeah but it's he sings his rhymes yeah he's got a song with young pinch we're making the video about you should check it out young pinch it's called smoke and drive okay yeah it's pretty sick pretty sick song Young Pinch. So you actually like Young Pinch? All right. So I don't want to. I don't want to go on record and say that I like <laughs> I'm an advocate for Young Pinch. No, I don't want to go on record and say that I like every artist that I'm going to make a video about. I'm coming at this purely from a professional standpoint. I'm looking at this in a business aspect. What are you trying? And what's the question you're trying to answer? In terms of what? With the, in this video. In the Young Pinch video. Yeah. So. This is, this is actually good because you're talking about how how do I think Mac affected hip hop or mm-hmm. or MGK or, you know, or Black Bear by fusing hip hop with these other things. I think that Young Pinch is effectively fusing hip hop with a beachiness. Beach vibes. Beach vibes, Jimmy Buffett style. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Combined with hip hop. 
I gotta hear that. You got, dude. Check That's kind of chill. Smoke and drive, dude, with Black Bear. Let me see. I'm not playing here. I'll put it on. Yeah. No, it's 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 good. And and this is mainly what I'm gonna be tackling in the video is the potential of Young Pinch to tap this market, uh, where as far as I know, there isn't really a lot of people that do that right now. Um, and I, I actually I compare him to the Beach Boys in the video, um, in that the Beach Boys gained their their fame from not not just being a surf rock group because there were a lot of surf rock groups back then mm-hmm. the beach boys changed it up they took the surf rock vibes that were already present and they fused it with more modern and popular styles of music like the hip-hop of today mm-hmm. you know yeah so it's like uh, are you following me? Yeah, like so you think like they kind of transition in. He's transitioning it to a different path. Like more, there's going to be more beach rappers. I mean, there, beach prob- vibe there probably will be more beach vibe rappers if people catch on that this is a growing trend if Young Pinch gains mm-hmm. you know, more fame. And he's already kind of famous. He was on No Jumper. Um, yeah, and I listen to that sometimes. I yeah. Mean, he's crazy, that dude. Yeah, Adam 22 is something else. But, uh, you hear that thing he's got going on with Russ? You know, I haven't really been. I don't try to indulge in industry beef. I've heard about it. I've seen. You know, uh, it just happens, dude. Like I'll, because I'm like, oh, what's Russ up to? Because I haven't heard from Russ in a while. Google Russ and then Adam Jumper. He did. Yeah. Well, this was like a month ago. So. But then, yeah. Yeah. Russ is. I heard. Do you think that Russ or Drake is the Nickelback of hip hop? <laughs> it's gotta be Russ because <laughs> but that's a good comparison. <laughs> I don't think Drake could be considered Nickelback because Nickelback just died out. Drake's gonna be around forever. Yeah. And he's can do a song with any person that he wants. Yeah, he can. Like Nickelback Kanye. will not get on a song. <laughs> Dude, Kanye West, bro, he's gonna pick him up, man. Nickelback featuring Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Yo, Nickelback made some hits, so autograph. Some, yeah, yeah. You know, Yo, you ever uh, see the the, the video? The the what is that word? God. They're holding up the picture, and then like it goes into the picture. It's like a, I always get flack for this GIF. Is that what it is? It's GIF. Ah, uh, GIF. I don't know. GIF. I don't Dude, know. My 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 girlfriend would. <laughs> <laughs> but I which one? It's a GIF of what? It's like in the photograph music video. He's like, look at this graph and they edit it so it's like a graph in his hand and like bend is yeah 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 i, I don't know why that, that i don't know why i felt relevant to, <laughs> to say that but yeah. hold on let me hear these beach vibes let's try this yeah. well this is a song already Dan- it's a sample yeah so. Just count it out. 
This guy does not. I didn't know. I thought he was a girl when I was watching this video from All the right, beginning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, young pinch, you're listening to this. Yeah, you look like a fool in this video. Yeah, you look crazy, <laughs> he looks man. Like a fool, real straight. He looks like a hippie woman. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but I mean I mean the lyrics are nothing special in my opinion. They're just uh for him. Black bear sounds though. Yeah, he always sounds like this. Yeah, he sounds nice. But. But yeah, I mean, they're like, you know, I lean in my cup, you know, coconut nose. Yeah. There's little, there's little hints within the song that, that stick to his brand or his uniqueness that he's established for himself. He mentions Beach Boys and the Sun. That's like his ad lib. Mm-hmm. He always says Beach Boys. Like he's establishing that he is a coastal vibes rapper. Yeah, and you can tell from that video, yeah. yeah. In all of his videos, he's got settings like that. It's like Miami, Cali, beach, water Car, all the time. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like, what what makes, you know, he's not going to be at the level right now of, of, he's very young, very early in his career. So this video is going to be the potential of what he can become. Mm-hmm. And where he could go with his strategy, should he take this path of of combining the hip hop market and the beach market together, just like the Beach Boys did with the beach market and the rock market together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you you see the comparison? Uh, yeah, no, I think that it's totally possible. I never heard a young pinch before now, but yeah. if he's on a song with Blackport Bear, he's doing something right. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's pretty good. And some yeah. of his videos, he looks a little odd. But you're not doing this because you like him. It's just it's, you I'm, feel I'm, like he's changing. He's making an impact. Yes, yes. So that's what I like, dude. I'm not saying I don't like him. Yeah. This is completely professional analysis. Gotcha. Yeah. Non-biased. Non-biased. Exactly. <laughs> Who's next? Like, who else do you really made an impact on you besides Mac Miller and Young Pinch? <laughs> All right. Well, it's not like Young Pinch really. Made yeah, an yeah. Impact I know. Him. I was kidding. Um, Eminem. Did he do anything for you growing up? Honestly, like. Cleaning out my closet—that was a big song for me. Sing for the moment. There was something—I don't know. There was something about Eminem that just didn't vibe with me. Mm. And all props to Eminem for what he's done. You know. Yeah. I just—I don't know what it was. Eminem was never really one of my favorite artists, and that's completely—that's an opinion. He's not in your top five. He's not in my top five. And don't ask me who my top five is because I cannot name. We do it all the time. Anyone who likes hip hop, we I always ask. I cannot. Oh, that's like a nightmare for me. It's like the top five movies, like yeah. top five favorite colors. Like I can't do that, man. All right, just give me some favorites that just come to mind first. All right, um, old school Wiz Khalifa, old school. I'm talking Taylor Alderdice mixtape. I'm talking Cushion OJ. Um, mm. Number sixteen off Taylor Alderdice is like one of my favorite Wiz Khalifa songs. Um, Gotta hear it. Who else comes to mind? I gotta say Mac too, like R.I.P. Mac. Um, are you talking current right now, or like? Uh, Just like, all right. How about artists that you feel made the biggest impact so far? Okay. So that could be Eminem now. All right. Are you talking about? Hmm, all right. W- let's let's establish a time frame for this. Because we could t- we could be talking you about go like to like fifty like, years. You go to like Ice T and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be talking about like you know Na- <laughs> you know Nas or Jay Z. Like obviously they're they're a given. You know like Kanye. Tupac. Yeah, that's all. That's all a given. You know, like 
that's there. No one can argue the fact that these people made an impact on hip hop and the culture altogether. Yeah. You know, um, All right, recent. How about our generation, the millennial right. generation? Okay, that's that's more doable. Yeah. This is in no particular order. Uh, I have to say X. I have to say XXX Tentacion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the younger generation. That's like, that's like Generation yeah. Z or whatever that's, that's they are. Generation Now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, I feel like three of these people that I'm going to name are dead already. Uh, Mac Miller uh, for me. And, uh, all right, so we're talking about impact on culture, right? Is that what, is that what you asked me? Biggest impact, whatever you, way you interpret that. Well, all right, so for me personally, Mac, um, I think that XXX was going an amazing direction in terms of um, making public the struggles of mental illness, uh, mainly you know depression, fighting inner demons, something that Mac was actually very close to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't think uh, what he did was real, like with the girlfriend and whatever? What do you mean? Oh, X. Uh, X? Oh, dude. I mean, they were saying those pictures might have been fake. You know what? Even if they were real, I would still say that he did the same thing. I would still say that he made the same impact with his music. You can't, you can't lessen. You know, like let's say someone came out right now and said that Kanye West killed some killed somebody when he was fifteen. Are you going to discredit everything he's done since he was fifteen? Yeah, he still did already had the impact. So yeah, yeah like he, he already did. Yeah. That that's my view on it. Uh, he'd be less liked. That's pretty yeah, much it. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he'd be less liked. I mean, there's already a lot of people that that hate on him now as it is. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I called him a rub. Said he was made of rubber. <laughs> Dude, that's the, yeah. pen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pen. This guy looks like rubber. Yeah, but um, yeah. So like impact, said, impact. Yeah. So X, uh, Mac. Mac on me personally I I have to say that I did listen to Lil Peep um, sort of when he was uh, still around I saw the potential in what he was doing after he died obviously his album gained a lot more traffic or his work his uh, repertoire gained mm-hmm. a lot more traffic than it did uh, do you know Lil Peep? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that he was in probably the most blatantly obvious way doing the fusion of hip hop with something else. Is he this he sings uh Fifi with Nicki Minaj? Nah, dude, no, nah, you're thinking That's a little pump. You're thinking no, nah, that's that's Takashi six nine. Oh fuck dude. Yeah, dude. yeah I got them all mixed <laughs> yeah. up. That's Takashi. Uh, okay. Uh, little, little Peep is uh He died, right? He died of an overdose. Xanax. Yeah, Xanax on camera. He didn't die on camera, but it was He like, took it all. He took it all on camera. Because there was like fentanyl in there or something. I mean, you still. Why would you take a yeah, bunch of his? Yeah, he took like even eight if it was something, fentanyl, like something, some crazy number. But he he obviously had a lot of demons. But he again, he I think made a huge impact because of how blatantly he was fusing hip hop with punk rock. Mm. Like, if you listen to it, like you'll immediately see it. Like all his beats are like guitar. Like he's he's like raspy he's not spitting like you know he's not being generic in any way he was like his own fresh source of 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 something that wasn't hip-hop and it wasn't punk it was like something else and i think that that is the future of the pop spotlight 
that's what I really think. I haven't given these guys much of a chance, honestly. So I need yeah. to do that. Yeah, no, I'd, I'll write them all down for you if you want. He'd, he'd I mean, that. I know their names. I just don't know what they look. I feel like they all are, look the same, in my opinion. Just like not a not my. They don't look exactly the same, but like they're doing the same kind of look. Yeah, they, a lot of them have face tats. Face tats, crazy about. hair. Yeah, and yeah, and white. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's <laughs> they're all of them. Well, X wasn't white. Uh, Lil Peep was white. Uh, he was like me. He was like pasty, like me. Lil Xan. All right, Lil Xan is not on this list for me. Oh, okay. He's not on this list. He's not on this list for me. He just went to the hospital for eating Cheetos. I don't really have much to say. About (laughs) Lil Xan. Maybe if I try to rack my brain about it one day, I can come up with maybe a concept for a video, but I do not, I don't really know or understand the, the, the media's obsession with him. It could be all the label. It could literally just be people pumping him with publicity for for something. Like I don't know what. Like I don't know what it could be. I don't know what he he's not he's not doing anything proprietary with his music. He's not doing anything new with his music. He's you know, and I hate to just sit here and be like a critic. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna stop. But uh, I mean, if that's who cares, dude. It's what the internet is. Everyone's your opinion on shit. Yeah. Dude. Opinions are very popular. You know Anthony Fantano? Nah. He's like like the most popular music reviewer on YouTube. He's got like, he's got two channels, I think probably maybe 1.8 mil total subscribers on him or something. something He just does like regular, he's like a regular guy. Yeah. He makes videos and he's like, yeah, you know, this album sucked for this. But he's very articulate with what he says and I think that's why. uh, The review channels are good. I I watch like reviews. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's like an album review channel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, movie reviews, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, so I got a nice list out of you. Yeah, it was like, what was that, three? It was three people. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. If I were to really sit down and think about impacts, maybe we could probably come up with a really good list. Future video. <laughs> Future video. Yeah, you know, you know, thanks. That's a good concept. Yeah, my top five for who's impacted music this year. Top five most impactful whatever. Most impactful entities. Yeah. Artists, MCs. I'm not calling them MCs anymore. <laughs> so what else, man? I kind of got to do this script in a little while, so I wanted to get like some closing, um, like anything you wanted to get off your chest that you don't feel like you've said, or um, where are we going next? What can every? How, where can everyone follow you and see uh, what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, everyone can follow the channel. Uh, it's Damage Report Official on youtube the instagram and everything are in links in the videos uh, i think it's you know damage report official on instagram mm-hmm. damage report of one on twitter i don't know why i couldn't make it damage report official <laughs> uh, yeah but damage report of one on twitter and yeah keep an eye out for the what has young pinch done video that's going to be coming up within the next few days that was a song we heard that was yes, that was the song. A little bit earlier, yeah, it was just, yeah, one of his songs mm-hmm. that he has uh, released. Instagram, anything going there? Instagram, uh, I'm I'm pretty pretty uh, horrible at social media in general. So I try, I try to update my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'll make a post when there's a new video out. Sometimes I'll just do like a random like obscure post mm-hmm. to like. Some quotes. Start, no, I don't do quotes. Maybe <laughs> I will. Maybe if I run out of ideas, I'll start doing quotes. But um, 
yeah i'll just do like obscure you know i'll use my nice camera and i'll take a picture of like something obscure and make like an, a, a caption that'll make you think you know, like, that's what? dope that's, a, that's some questions get people moving a little bit yeah get people moving hell yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, i think that's it bro. so we'd like to also ask everyone if you had the whole world listening what, what, what would your message be that like you would have to tell them pretend they all were listening as long as you want it to be like like before you die what do you want the world to know everyone is a genius in their own right i agree with that yeah. everyone's a, every, everyone knows nothing everyone knows everything yeah everyone's like a paradox. Yeah. You know, I, 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 want, I want to get this off my chest. Because, yeah. Uh, when I was in school, you know, every, everyone has to take tests and stuff in school. And, you know, I have relatives and, and such who are, you know, struggling with, with testing or, or, you know, this or that. And someone once said that if you take, I don't know if this is an exact quote, but if you take everyone, give, you give everyone a same test. And the test is to climb a tree. And there's like a monkey Mm -hmm. and an elephant and a fish. The fish could be the best fish of its species, but it's going to fail 100% of the time. Is that Einstein? I think it is Einstein. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just like, I just, I think that there's something that needs to be done. And this is like political now, but I think (laughs) something needs to be done with with the education system. In America or everywhere? I think we should tackle America before, you know, China. Like, I think we should care about ourselves first. Yeah. Uh, well, we work with this this foundation, the Only Love Foundation. They build schools in, like, South Africa. Oh, really? So, like, they're kind of same thing, just they're starting in, like, third world countries yeah. before they come out here. But I think here, yes, it's kind of crazy with student loans and, like, so much emphasis put into getting your college degree and then... It's not really any practical, a lot of it's not practical advice on how to be an adult in America. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're taking a, a class to find, you know, the, the equation of the velocity of water when you <laughs> flush the toilet. It's like, yeah, when am I ever, maybe if I'm Nicolas Cage, I'll need to know that. <laughs> yeah, you know? Right back to Nicolas, full circle back to Nicolas Cage. Full circle back to Nicolas Cage. I like your message though, man. It's awesome meeting you. We got to do it more. Um, yeah, we. I. I guess I double booked by accident. Oh, but, someone else. Well, yeah, we got them. Those everyone's here because so, we're gonna meet up and do that script oh, that we were talking script. about. Right. Yeah, so that's where we're all. It's like the writers' room and shit. Oh, all right. But yeah, I want to do this. You could come on any day you want. Like okay. I'm always. I do two a week at this point, but if I have extra time, like. Word. Just come through anytime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was nice coming through, you know, and I, I enjoy being around uh, creative energy. Yeah, man. You know? So I think that that's good for... Come to, like, the meetings on Thursdays. We have... We all meet up. Is it, like, a movers meeting? Yeah. Oh, really? Movers meeting. Oh, meet up. We don't like to say meeting. Meetups. Meetups. We're just all meeting up. Yeah. <laughs> Open bar? Of course. <laughs> we got a bunch of... Hot water. This is what I was drinking. Hot water. You're drinking hot water, dude? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I think Howard Stern did it, and then I just started to do it. 
like is it good for the voice yeah it makes it like silky yeah if you add a little lemon too but i don't do that i just go hot oh all right we'll end it on hot water and no let's not you should cut it <laughs> we'll end it on nicholas cage before. <laughs> yeah yeah you should end it on nicholas cage and then do the what would you say if everyone was listening this message thing and then that'd be yeah one. that's a perfect ending yeah all right all right then. tyler stankellis stankellis that's right man thank you for coming on man of course dude have a good day guys thank you for listening everyone if you liked what you heard please give us reviews ratings and likes and all that stuff it helps us so much more than you know Um, feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest if you have an opinion on something or if you just want to talk (laughs) thanks again everyone have a great rest of your day i'll talk to you soon